Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. The following podcast is brought to you by Astro Panda Productions. For more information or to find other great shows, visit astropandaproductions.com or visit the Astro Panda Productions page on blogtalkradio.com. Happy Chewbacca, everybody. This is Jeremy with Geekish Cast. Uh, hopefully, hopefully all our uh, guest hosts are sitting in there, so let's hear a quick sound off mic. Are you there? That's that's something from nobody there. Paul, are you there? I am here. Okay, that's one. Alex, are you there? <laughs> I am here, if you can hear me. I can hear you just fine. Joe, are you there? Joe is in the house. The rich, deep baritone of Joe Slepsky. <laughs> I love it. Sploosh. Oh, absolutely. I don't know if Mike Hamilton is there. I can't tell. Mike uh, from Very Dark, Very Quick, uh, a sister show on the Astropana Network, is showing that he's on, but I can't hear him. So I don't know if we lost him or if he needs to readjust uh, what he's doing over there. But I obviously am having trouble connecting once again to Blog Talk Radio. And um, going into 2018, I'm not real fucking happy about that. Sorry for my uh, French there, everybody. Probably Those of you who don't know the F word. I am thoroughly offended. It's a French word. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, joining us today, we got Joe Slepsky from Joe on Joe. What's happening, Joe? Hey, what's happening, Jeremy? Excited oh, to be you know, same again. old stuff. Same yeah. old, same old. I, uh, I am, I am excited you can make it. Also joining us tonight is executive producer and a real American hero, Paul Vieira. What's happening, Paul? Not much. Just ready to uh, go to sleep so I can hurry up and wake up and watch Star Wars tomorrow. Woohoo! Yeah, I had to put mine off until Sunday. But also joining us from the Monterey Bay, we have Alex Schumacher. What's happening, Alex? How's it going? I've got my whiskey ready, so... I may have some things to say. Awesome. Uh, again, Mike, if you're there, say something so I can hear you. Otherwise, we're going to have to keep rolling without you here. Not nothing so far. Jeez. Rolling yeah. well, if he, if he may. Yeah. Well, um, so, you know, here's the thing. This week is the new Star Wars movie. I did have tickets for Saturday. I do have a friend that's watching the movie right now. I'm expecting it to get spoiled before I actually get to see it Sunday. 
but I am doing inventory at work this week, and that's just how the cookie crumbles sometimes. Media blackout. So, Media blackout. Go. I'm doing it. My phone's off. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna roll into regular order here, and we're gonna do geek of the week. So Paul, what are you geeking out about this week? Uh, let's see. What could I possibly be geeking out about this what, week? What could it Star possibly Wars. be? Absolutely, a hundred thousand percent Star Wars. I'm watching it right now. I just paused it to come do this, but I'm still finish. Yeah, I'm 100% all Star Wars this week. Cannot wait. Joe, Joe what are you geeking out about this week? I hate to sound like a broken record, but Star Wars. Absolutely. Alex, Star what Wars. are you geeking out about this week? <laughs> I'll switch it up a little bit. I, obviously, I'm excited about Star Wars, but I also just found out that um, the milk and cheese omnibus is being released next year oh, from uh, Evan Dorkin. <laughs> so I'm kind of geeking about that Uh-oh. for sure. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind. Of, you know, I hadn't thought of that comic in probably 20 years, but oh, I know. You know, I guess that's what yeah. happens. Yeah, was it? Wasn't no, I mean, it like was the, the, wasn't the tagline? Of, it wasn't the tagline yeah, like, like the dairy product that paid. Yeah. When Dairy Goes Bad, wasn't that it? It's yeah, something like absolutely. that. Yeah, Evan yeah. Dorkin was a huge part of kind of finding my own style as a cartoonist and a huge part of my, you know, those cartoonist formative years. So, yeah, I was I was pretty damn excited about it. That's cool. Well, Alex, for those of you, uh, for those people listening who weren't there the last time you were on, why don't you tell us a little bit about your, uh, your work and what you do? Uh, yeah, I do... Um, an online weekly series called Decades of Inexperience for Antics Press. I do a monthly comic strip, um, satire and, and politics, for a magazine called Drunk Monkeys. And the comic strip is called Mr. Butter Chips, about a, um, uh, a very angry little monkey. Uh, and I have done graphic novels and picture books, and I'm pitching a new graphic novel right now as well. Awesome. I'm also interviewing your editor on Sunday. Oh, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how that goes. I've never never talked to an editor before. It should be should be interesting. Is it Francis? Yes, it is. Oh, yeah, nice. Okay, I mean, he'll probably give you a good interview. He's loquacious enough. Okay. I don't know what loquacious means, but I'll, I'll assume that's something good. <laughs> Wordy. <laughs> He babbles on, which is a good thing in your line of work. Oh, fantastic. Um, also, another quick apology for anybody that listened to the last Bobby Blaze interview. I know I recorded the introduction where I told you that I was drunk when I did it. But again, I must apologize for being drunk <laughs> when I uh, interview people. So, you know, take that for what never it is. Never apologize for yeah, being drunk. Never. I'm not never. drunk right now. Oh, but I was, but <laughs> I was drunk. audibly I was audibly drunk. I, I when I listened to it, I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit, I sound drunk." Man, I need to go back right. to that one. Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, can, it was a little. <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, I even I even like said something to Bobby Blaze before I published it. I'm like, "Hey, by the way, I sound kind of drunk." He goes, "Oh, you sounded really drunk." I'm like, "Okay, cool. As long as we, <laughs> as long as we all do." Yeah. Are you talking so like real quick here? Words and the whole Megillah. My entire Oklahoma accent came out, and my family left Oklahoma in the 30s. So we'll just we'll leave we'll leave it at that. I'm going to try to grab Mike Hamilton here. We'll see if he comes through this time. All right, all right. Be careful where you, where, where you grab him. You 
Yeah, well, you know, I'll have to I'll have to leave the Senate if I get caught, I guess. <laughs> Just have them find well, only if, no, only if you're Democrat. Yeah, oh, only if I'm a Democrat. That's right. right. Yeah, Mike, are you there now? Still nothing. Thank you. Okay, well, Possible, we'll move on to the next. It, it could be. He wouldn't be a very good blog host or blog host. A very good podcast host were he a mute necessarily uh i don't i don't want to i I don't want to malline uh uh, mute people who have podcasts though so i'm just gonna leave that behind us joe what's going on on joe on joe this week man joe and joe is sick 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 in the middle of the public service announcements it's week (laughs) week two And and by far the, the the creepiest weirdest one this week was when uh, a young boy and girl, presumably brother and sister, they uh, the girl has a stomachache. The boy says, "Let's go in the bathroom. Out, we'll take some of quote dad's medicine." And and while they're getting ready to do that, out of nowhere, uh, the GI Joe medic doc pops up in their bathroom window and warns <laughs> them from taking strange medicines. There's there's so a whole lot of creeping around on little kids then, huh? Wow. Yeah. That interesting. yeah there's, there's a that, lot of that going on. Just the general like just take dad's medicine cuz dad's got medicine for stomach aches. Like what? Yeah, there's a lot going on. But we have yeah, we have a lot of my wife had a lot with three X's on it in the cabinet. <laughs> just swinging yeah, right? on it. Oh yeah, that's yeah, the mommy's little helper. It's a little brown yeah, bottle yeah. and the, she keeps in the cabinet. Yeah, we we made all exactly. those jokes. So yeah, yeah, so it's week 2. I think we have got two more weeks of PSAs. Then it's the big 100th episode, which is our, uh, which will be the GI Joe movie. Ow! Well, oh yeah, so you're just about done with everything that was made in the states, then, huh? Everything, yeah, everything, everything that's worth watching. Yeah, then then we'll start up with Canada. Well, let's <laughs> not be too too mean to our friends to the north. There, some very good yeah. friends of ours come from Canada. Oh, I don't listen. I'm. It's no slam at Canada, but they were responsible for those. <laughs> they, you know, there needs to be a they record. They gave us Michael yeah. J. Fox. That's true. And Anne Murray. Now, is that a good, is that a good thing or a bad thing? They also gave us Corner Gas, guys. Yeah. yeah let's let's, uh, let's be fair there. Yeah. All right. They gave us a lot of good things. Our very dear friend Fred Awanek is from Canada. Yeah. Our very dear friend uh, Corbin Salican is also from Canada. Yeah. And you know the ladies, the ladies love him. And Justin Trudeau is up there too. You know, that's true. I'll be in Canada next month. It'll be great. Oh, will you? I, I want to go back here pretty soon. I'm hoping to go back to here pretty soon. All right, I guess we've we've goofed around enough here. <laughs> let's uh, let's let's get down to uh, proper show order. Um, John Wick director adapting comic series Killer Be Killed. All this is something that caught your eye. You want to tell us a little bit about it? Uh, yeah, I am anything by Edward Baker and Sean Phillips, they're going to make that into a television show or a movie. I am 100% on board. Those two guys, I think that 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 team, that creative team, uh, everything I've read by them is just absolutely fantastic. They just they just work really well together. And I, I hope after this make they do criminal and you know, Fatal and everything else they've they've made. Um, that I, I'm just down, and I like the John Wick movie, so um, I, I'm just loving that. Like these kind of like lesser known, not big two 
things are being made into films and television shows. Yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm super down for that. Have you read Have you read Killer? Yeah. Killer? I have not yet. I'm waiting for the hardcover. So I usually wait to get the hardcovers and then I read the whole story. Yeah. Like I just read. Uh, yeah. I'm actually reading Velvet right now. I know it's not Sean. Oh, Phillips, nice. But. Um, I just got it in the mail and it's great. And <clears throat> Fade Out, I just Fade Out was the last one I read by the two of them, and it was fantastic. Yeah. So Killer Killer Be Killed is legit, really good. Yeah. I'm waiting. That sounds good. Now, let's Where's my heart? Hold on here. I got to see Mike. Did you make it in this time? I'm here. If you can hear me. Hey, Mike's here. There we hey. go. All right, Mike Hamilton <laughs> uh, from Very Dark, you know, Very Quick. Get, everybody, welcome to the show. They, they, <laughs> yeah, they get rid of net neutrality, and all of a sudden my computer doesn't work. <laughs> I don't know if it's just paranoia, but I feel like I've noticed a few things since that decision as well. <laughs> oh, there was a there was a big red button somewhere, and as soon as they voted, somebody pushed that thing, and it all went down. Yeah. Yeah. My browser keeps asking me if Netflix is my favorite browser, and I don't want to answer that. <laughs> yeah, well, Chrome, Chrome's asking Chrome's asking me to put a quarter in every time I go to a different site. Oh, <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Bitcoin? This is life now, people. 2018. This is yep. what we'll be doing. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Hey, Mike, you you, you kind of missed the you missed the introduction. So give us a real quick rundown. Mike Hamilton from Very Dark, Very Quick. What's your show yep. about, and what do you do? Okay, I, I want to make a. I want to. I want to uh, circle back to one thing though that I did hear while I was on hold uh, when you couldn't hear me. I, I heard somebody bring up milk and cheese. Correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So 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 they're they're making. What, what are they making out of it? They're collecting like the entire run. Dark Horses um, just basically collecting everything that Evan Dorton did on that series and putting it out. I believe May of next year. Oh, that is fantastic! Yeah, I love right? that. And it, and I yeah. think you. I think whoever said it. I think you are right that there was a tagline in there about dairy products gone bad at one point. Yeah, yeah, I, I could swear right. I, I I saw that on a poster or a T-shirt yeah. or an episode yeah. of Roseanne. Yeah. No, that was absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I, I loved that. I loved that series. That was fantastic. That was right in my wheelhouse at that time. I was running a little record store, uh, and if there are kids listening, records were these things that they made out of vinyl, and you put them on this machine. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, I was running a little record store, and we got kind of into the comic business. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, as a guy who's running a record store that also sells comics, I collected a lot of comics all of a sudden. And um, that was one of my favorites. That was just, that was a fantastic piece, yeah. Let, yeah. Me, let yeah. me tell you, you don't get more you don't get more 90s than a record store that sells comic books. You just <laughs> yeah, cannot no kidding, do huh? it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey yeah. Just, to, uh, just, to, just to put a cap on that, we, uh, we sold T-shirts, too. I know that's kind of out of the blue. I was gonna, but, yeah, we sold, sold some T-shirts. I was going to say, if Did you, you sold flannel shirts... No, no, I was not allowed to silk screen on myself, but uh, but but I knew a guy, so yeah. Hey, there you go. Yeah, yeah so very dark, very quick. Oh. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I've never silk screened a thing in my life. Uh, I, I uh, my wife won't let that kind of stuff in the house. Um, <laughs> so let, let me tell you about very dark, very quick. Our show. Uh, the way I like to the way I like to describe it is it is a variety show squished around a topic each week. Uh, so what we do is we pick a topic like this last one was Satan. Um, and you know, don't thank me for that, but it, all we did was talk about Satan and the, and the various ways it comes up in, in pop culture and, you know, just in society in general. 
And then <clears throat> I think this week we're doing uh, Scientology. So I'm going to move <laughs> once we do it. But, uh, you know, we just, do different, <laughs> yeah. we, just, we just do different topics every week. Uh, and we have a cast of characters that comes in and does little three- to five-minute segments. We've got a guy named uh, Dr. Mr. Science Ph.D., who uh, gives us a scientific breakdown on the thing, and uh, he has an honorary degree from the uh, University of Oslo. And so he, he comes in and really tells us, you know, about, about the scientific aspect of it. We've got a name, guy named Volk, V-O-L-K, that comes in and kind of argues with himself. Um, I, I honestly, and if you ever listen to our show and you hear the guy Volk, he is that guy. That's not him putting on anything. He's, he's about half crazy, so we keep lithium on hand whenever he's recording. Um, then we have we have a girl uh, that uh, does a segment called Crazy Vicky, and it's just what it says. Uh, then we have a uh, another lady that uh, she calls herself Lady Glitter Sparkles. She's very uh, 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 green. She she struggles with her veganism, but she gives you you know the the aspect that she. And then at the at the end of the show, we have a guy named Josh, which we love to hate. He goes out and he does interviews and. Uh, just kind of does a man-on-the-street thing to wrap it up. We come back with our uh, our wrap-up, and we do about an hour. I feel like Josh got the short end of the naming stick. I was going to say, this yeah. is the yeah. like, like, tactic. It's yeah. like, you know, Lady Sparkles and Dr. Moon Moonbeam, and then Josh. Josh. We got if Josh. You, uh, it, it, yeah, if you guys knew Josh, you would know you don't set him up with anything like a new name. That's not something Josh can handle. He can't remember that much. Josh, you don't play that. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but anyway, we're, and Mike, we're you guys are on the Astro Panda yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with us and a uh, host of other great we little are. breakout shows that we've got started now. So fantastic. Yeah, yeah, gotta, Thank you for joining us. Sorry we couldn't get you on a little earlier no, there. No, no, no. no I'm, sure that's, I'm sure that's all my fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, just, we'll just assume that's the case. <laughs> that, it's your show, hey, so, so it's my fault, yeah. Exactly. That's that's how things roll around here. Hey, so um, the true. next story we got is Punisher picked up a second season, and while we're talking about that, uh, I've already arranged for uh, Michael Nathanson, who played Sam Stein on season one of The Punisher until he died. Uh, he'll be with us in early January, well, and he's watching Star Wars right now. Nice. That's, well, no, that's no, no. awesome. If you haven't watched it by wow. now, it's on you. On you if you haven't seen Punisher by I, this point. I uh, watched it. I watched it. I, I really enjoyed it. Refresh me. Which character was Sam Stein? Uh, the the hot uh, uh, Iranian chick that worked for the government. Her partner oh. that gets uh, capped in the face. Oh yeah. Right, oh right. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That guy was great. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I watched it, but I was just drunk as shit for like the last five episodes. So that's that's. Alex, you just missed the five best episodes. That's all that happened. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Sam was the only one with any sense in that that season. Well, I was yeah. punished for it the next morning. Well, good. I'm glad he's going to be on because I just got to ask him, really, you couldn't spit out, like, two words that made something before you died, made sense before you died? Yeah. I know, I know. Matter of fact, Paul and Joe, maybe, maybe I'll have you guys sit in on the interview this time, too. Oh sure, yeah, yeah that might be. I'll uh, yeah, I'll try to coordinate that. Um, so Joe, you want to talk to us a little bit about Punisher season two? You know anything? You heard anything? Uh, you hear about this? You read about this? 
Yeah, you know, I haven't heard. Uh, you, uh, I am friends with one of the writers on the show, but I haven't seen him <laughs> since that has been announced. So uh, I'm ex- I'm as excited as anyone else. I think the, the they were very quick to announce it. That tells me that it got watched a lot. That's, a lot. That, that's mm-hmm. yeah. That's what I read into it. Yep. That's exactly what I read into most, it too. Most of the other shows, it would take a month or two until they're like, "Oh, we're gonna." Oh no, this was. Yeah, we we right on, on the, the show. Ball. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was really good. Yeah. yeah. It really to, was. To me, to me, honestly, Netflix seems like they've figured out that formula for the Marvel stuff. You know, finally, um, you know, being able to being able to go to that dark side with this stuff. This is really the only way Punisher should have been made. Oh, it was brutal. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. The only way Punisher should have been made. I'm a little skeptical though. See, to say that they figured it out, I need I need another one because they they're coming off Defenders and Iron Fist, which is well, not figuring it out. Fair point. You, you can't count that. Okay. Can, can I make a statement? I want to make a statement. See what you guys feel about it. Oh. Oh. Somebody's got their speakerphone at their microphone. What's going on? Who's doing that? Save yourself to the closet. Um, I feel better yeah, yeah, yeah. should have been eight, eight in episodes. Out. I think it could have been done with being shorter. Does anybody else feel like that? Yeah, eight to ten episodes I think is like perfect. Thirteen is a little long, but it's long for bench watching. But well, I don't know. I still I'm still okay with it. It wasn't that bad. No, I, no, no, no. I, I'm not saying it was bad at all, but I think it would have. If they had tightened it up just a little bit more, I think it would have been great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can tell you. Sometimes it, it, 14 long. It does seem a little watered down, and maybe maybe you remove two to three of those episodes, like you were saying. Ten seems just like a tight number to me on anything like that that you yeah, do. Yeah, me too. I agree. Here, yeah, here. Joe, what are your thoughts on Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah if they're going to stay with 13, that's, again, they need to prove that they can do it. This one did have a little bit more um uh, without getting too much into spoilers but the young guy that they the, you know who was slowly going crazy he essentially worked as like yes. the secondary he essentially worked as like the secondary villain yeah. um and and they handled that much better i think especially because it wasn't just here's the first six episodes about this secondary villain and then you know like they wove him yeah. into it so by the like, time you, you get know, like <laughs> yeah it didn't feel as, as heavy-handed so yeah I, if they keep the intensity of this one for 13 episodes, then yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. So everybody's pretty much uh, cool with uh, 8 to 13 as a general range. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Depending on how, oh, yeah. how they do the intensity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, think, I think John Bernthal is about as perfect as you can get for the casting of Punisher, in my opinion, from the other Punishers I've seen. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's about as spot on as you can get with that Frank Castle. Yeah, he just needs to throttle back on the grunting a little bit, and we'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> He's no Dolph Lundgren. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Who He's is? <laughs> There's no Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Like Dolph Lundgren. Nobody can Dolph Lundgren quite like he can. Uh, exactly. But, you know, exactly. we're making yeah. Lundgren a yeah. verb. Yeah. <laughs> We should. should I'm going to write that down somewhere. as a verb. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's a petition now to get Patty Jenkins a Golden Globe as a or have her nominated uh, for Golden Globes for Wonder Woman, which I think is a great idea. 
I do too. It's the only uh, good DCU movie there was. was came out. She was, was she snubbed? I didn't pay attention to that. Was she snubbed? Yeah, yeah apparently. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, she was. Yeah, I just saw this and I was pretty surprised. Yeah, this is something we're kind of used to because, like, The Dark Knight also got snubbed, except for what music or something weird. Um, yeah, it's, it's always music or so, effects. Yeah, well, Heath Ledger did win, but yeah. that's, that was yeah. different. Posthumously, yeah. they were like, well, he died. We got to give it to him. Yeah, right. Right. yeah. Day late and a dollar short there. Yeah. Right. Not that he didn't do a good job, but I think oh, they all exactly. felt very guilty. Hey, yeah. did you did you guys see the story that the first five DC movies grossed more money than the first five Marvel movies did, uh, even when adjusted for infl- adjusting for inflation? Wow! <laughs> yeah, wow. that is that is hard to believe. Yeah. But, so yeah, uh, are they counting like the Hulk and stuff? Yes, they are. Yeah, that's why. Okay. Well, yeah. Which is weird, because I don't remember the Hulk being that shitty of a movie. I mean, I haven't seen it since it came out in the theater, but I don't remember it being that bad. The Hulk's not... Both both the Hulk, both Hulk and Incredible Hulk, they're not bad movies, but there's, like, a ceiling on them. Like, there's, there, there's like, only so much enjoyment that you end up getting out of them. Oh, the, the first Hulk, the angry yeah, Hulk. The, yeah, both, both Hulk movies. They're kind of, like... It's weird. Like, I think they did the best they can with him... As a solo guy, he he's really a character that needs to bounce off people. Well, that's in the, in exactly the, what I was going to say. He is not a he is not a solo movie guy. Right. It, it's yeah, so much easier to take short bursts of the Hulk. You know, yeah. no pun intended. But short, short, short uh, uh, pieces of the Hulk in something like the Avengers is so much better. Even in this latest well, lore, I mean, that's that's great stuff. I have a follow up question too. For the DC movies, are they counting things like the first Batman? No, no, just the five most recent. So yeah. these, uh, oh, okay. Superman, Batman versus Superman, Suicide Squad, Justice League, and Wonder Woman. Okay, got it. Because I was going to say, if it was the first first DC movies, you know, that would make sense to me simply for the fact that there wasn't this sort of oversaturation that there is now. Yeah. So. No, this is just the, the current DC Extended Universe films. Okay. I'm yeah. with you they they made more box office wise or profit wise. They I believe it was sold more tickets. They grossed more sales. Okay, so because I I'd be interested to see as far as profit was concerned because these last five DC movies they spent a lot of movie money to make them. Yes, they I did. Probably say, um, I, probably I believe, believe all we're talking is <laughs> just ticket sales. Yeah, I believe all we're talking is gross sales. You're starting but, with um, Batman v Superman. Is that where you're starting? Oh uh, no, Man no, of Steel. No, I'm starting with Man of Steel. Oh, Man of Steel. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, we we all forget that movie, so it's okay <laughs> for good reason. Yes. So so did yeah. the public. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because the whole the whole experience of watching that movie was kind of like being finger banged by a camp counselor. We all want to forget it as soon as possible. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That's a good metaphor too. I was gonna say it was like having an impacted bowel. Yeah, there you go. That's that's not bad. That's not bad. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Me. If you could, so if you painful. could just combine those two metaphors, if you could just combine those two metaphors, yeah. maybe the camp counselor could help oh, you out. God. They, they, oh God, they would work like together, wouldn't they? That's yeah. like some horrific yeah. woodsy bumpkin. 
Oh my god. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on to Paul's picks for the week. Paul, what are your picks for the week? Okay, I just realized I put the wrong issue of Mr. Miracle on here. It's actually Mr. Miracle number five by DC Comics. But uh, my pick of the week Bam. is slowly becoming um, what did Tom King write this week? <laughs> I don't know how oh, this yeah. is happening. But I feel like that's exactly what's happening. So uh, if you guys aren't reading Mr. Miracle, uh, I don't know what's wrong with you. Uh, this is probably my favorite book of the year. If we do like a year wrap-up, and it's my favorite thing. It's probably going to be Mr. Miracle. Um, uh, it's one of those books where I, like if someone asked me to explain what it's about, I don't know how well I would do <laughs> explaining what this book about. It's just, it's just cool. It's just so damn good. I don't, Tom King is just crushing it. Like it, it's basically, you know, Mr. Miracle, it's his kind of like his last night on earth uh, because he's been, uh, been since the death and it's, his last date night with Big Barda, and it's just fantastic. I mean, Tom King and Jared, they're just doing a great, fucking awesome job with this book. I just love it. Every damn issue is fantastic. I just want to say for the record, I am not reading it, and we only have a half an hour left, so we don't have enough time to get into what's wrong with me. <laughs> well then, then just save up and get the, when the um, the omnibus or the trade or the, the hardcover comes out, you should definitely get it because if you like uh, Vision, it, I mean it's kind of long lines of that, and it's just so damn good. Okay, cool. That's awesome. You know, uh, if I were if I were Mister Miracle on my last night, I would spend it all with Big Barda. That's what I would do. He but spends no, it with Big just... Barda in L.A. traffic. That's what the book is about. Yeah, so I, would, I, <laughs> I would have skipped the traffic, I think. Yeah, but it's it's interesting so, the way they work that in. Can't he fly? What are you looking? Y- yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but, what the fuck are they, they doing in a, traffic? <laughs> I don't know. They, they spent a lot of time in a car in traffic. We just want to be human okay. tonight. All right, let's not pull on that thread too much, Paul. What are you looking forward to next week? Uh, next week, I'm looking for uh, Dark Knight's Metal number four by DC Comics, written by Scott Skyder and art by Greg Capullo. Um, it's just part four of the whole, you know, DC Metals thing that got going on right now, and uh, it seems to be centered quite a bit that I'm aware of about Daniel, you know, the Sandman character. So, kind of interested how he's how he's going to come to play in this this kind of big series that they're doing right now. So Daniel's got me sold, and I'm kind of I'm. Can't wait to see how they use him in the DC universe right now. Right on. All right, so now we're going to go on to the segment we always forget the name of. I don't know. (laughs) Joe, what did you read this week? (laughs) (laughs) That's not the name of it? No, I don't know. I changed it to what did Joe read this week? What is it supposed to be? I'm going to take a note. Like, what's the last comic Joe read or something like that? Is that what it is? I'm gonna, yeah, it's really, I'm like, gonna... literally the last comic that I read. Okay, I'm. Well, I thought it was right. Old Man Joe laments old comics or something originally. <laughs> no, because it well, it's like this week it's not an old comic. This week it's um actually oh. it was um oh it was Super Sons. Ooh, it so was good. The, oh, the latest issue was Super Sons. Yeah, I I really like that series. There, it's you know the young adventures of of uh, Clark or Jonathan Kent and Damian Wayne. Um, you know, it's it's got that sheer of like cute kids doing funny stuff, which is 
you know, not necessarily grim and gritty, but they they really handle it with like a, a wink and a nod touch to things. And usually Batman and Superman are in the book at some point as you know, so as, their, as their parents, mentors and stuff. Yeah. So are they like the, coming yeah, at the, the end like the G.I. Joe cartoon where they're like, and this is the lesson to learn. It's funny you say that occasionally they do. Yeah, <laughs> occasionally they show up at the end. They're like, see, you shouldn't have flown off to that planet without me. Uh, yeah, so, it's just a delightful yeah. series. I really hope that I really hope it continues. I hope people are reading it and supporting it because it's it's yeah. so much fun. So yes, yeah, the latest so issue is super yeah. fun. I really want to see superheroes uh, have know, a talk with kids like that and just be like, okay, you're getting to that age where you're going to start liking girls and you're going to get hair in weird places. <laughs> <laughs> That would be a great issue if they did that. I know, right? I or maybe they originally did that. In the, everywhere. Well, that was like that was, that was the entire ten years of Smallville. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. That's true. Oh, That's true. Yeah. There was a they cartoonist on uh, Deviant Art. Entire fucking series. Well, there was a uh, a cartoonist on Deviant Art who did Lois Lane and Clark Kent's first night together, and when he dropped Crouch, she's like. Oh my God! Are those tentacles? He's like, what? This is what they look like on Earth. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you guys see any of this this stuff where Batman and Catwoman went on a double date with uh, Superman and Lois Lane? I don't. I don't remember which book it was in. Yeah. So that was last uh, issue of like Batman. After Dark. No, well, that was the last was issue of, of Batman cool because. <laughs> They they did a they they did kind of a serious but not serious view of Batman and Superman's relationship in a way that's never really been laid out before, and it was interesting the way they did that. Yeah, it was like side and by also kind of yeah, and it was kind of like how like you know like Superman was pissed because Batman didn't call him when he decided to get engaged, uh-huh. and then Batman's <laughs> like, well, why should I call him? You know. And it was kind of a cool thing they did. And also when you get towards, yeah, but you get towards the middle and all of a sudden like Catwoman's like, you know, I can tell he's Clark Kent, right? I mean, everybody knows that's (laughs) just Clark Kent, right? (laughs) I thought that was some great stuff. Yeah, that was a good good issue. Tom King again, killing it. Hey, can I ask you guys one thing? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, can we go back to milk and cheese so I can be relevant again? Yeah. Yes, by all means. Let's talk about that entire alternative comics explosion, man. That's my wheelhouse. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just I I feel bad because I don't read comics anymore. I haven't read them in quite a while. Um, even though we do a weekly show from a comic book store, um, it just uh, you know I, I I swear to God, you guys are reading about that or you're you're talking about this stuff, and I'm thinking, why in the hell don't I read comics anymore? Some of this sounds fantastic. If it makes you feel any better, I don't really keep up with that either. A lot of the stuff that I read are older graphic novels like, you know, Mouse and Persepolis and My Friend Dahmer yeah. and, you know, kind of stuff that I discover as I go along. So if it makes yeah, you feel yeah. any better, uh, you're honestly, not alone. Honestly, that's where I spend most of my time is like older stuff and then yeah, um really? I use I use Paul I use Paul and Joe to keep me caught up on the modern stuff. That's kind of yeah, that's kind of what this show's about, is a way we can just kind of get together, nerd out, and maybe catch that's up on it. stuff yeah. that we haven't stayed up on. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so um, I mean, I know, you only, good for me. I know you only have 20-something minutes left, but I, and, and, but I, if yeah. I can ask you one more question. Oh, what, what, what's the deal? What, 
are you guys buying comics? Or are you are you reading digital? You're buying comics. Buying. Yeah. I buy the okay. graphic novels right. for sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and it, it, I just have this feeling that there is this uh, that that's almost like an unspoken thing. You don't talk about the digital side. Is that is that the way the things work? <laughs> no, I mean no, I read a lot of I digital think... too because I have Marvel Unlimited. Okay. So it's like okay. you know you pay them an annual fee and you read. They're like six yeah, months yeah, yeah. old, so I do a lot of the old stuff on that because I got it for my son. So okay. he and I read that a lot too. That's a great deal. I hope DC does the same thing one day. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let me I, ask I just you didn't know. I just didn't know how big the digital was at this point. It's pretty big. I think for regular readers, there's still that collector's sort of aesthetic, right? Where yeah, you I, think, have I would think I would want to. I would want to hold something. Yeah, I would want to hold. Yeah. something. if I'm going to catch up. If I've got a hundred issues to catch up on, I would think digital makes sense to me. But mm-hmm, if right. I'm, you know, if I'm really in a series, then yeah, I was going and spending four or five bucks. I mean, you know, I definitely want that feel where I'm holding something. Right. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. still relevant for comic readers is where you actually buy the physical yeah. copies. And yes, like the digital, you know, stuff is great because, like you said, you can sort of binge on that. But I think the physical copies are still relevant for sure, and as far as comics oh, okay. go. Alex, okay, again, you know, I don't know what the fuck I'm old... talking about. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Here's what I want to ask, Alex. Do you do digital versions of your books? Well, I, funny enough, I say, oh, I only get the physical hipster, blah, blah, but my shit's <laughs> only available online. So, <laughs> <laughs> ironic <laughs> is that. Yeah. I don't I think I like to get the copies. I like, I like to yeah. get the copies and redraw them myself. Uh, That's what I. Uh, yeah, I did just publish a collection of the literary magazine work that I had done, though, so I do have something physical that people can hold in their hands now. Well, yeah, because I've got was defiling the literati or the Illuminati or whatever that is or literati. Yeah, I've yeah, got the phys- yeah, I've got a physical copy of that. Sorry, I was don't have it here in front of me, but I've got a physical copy of that. Yeah. So I know most of your stuff is available physically, right? And right. So I used yeah, that collects yeah. a lot of the stuff from the past year or so. Um, and then the Decades of Inexperience series that I do, again, with Antics, we're looking to do a physical collection of that as well. So so now how do you feel, since I mean, since you're doing a, a split of the two, what are your thoughts about digital comics? I'm actually interested in hearing somebody who publishes kind of an indie, you know, alt-comic. What are your thoughts on digital versus print? I mean, the thing is, I think to have any kind of relevance or you know, attention on your work these days, you have to have some sort of digital presence online. And that's just non-negotiable at this point. So I I don't have any problem with the digital stuff. Again, I think it's a, you know, it's a great way instead of, you know, especially if you're traveling or something, you don't want to have a a case full of books. So I think think there are absolutely benefits to it being digital. But again, I think from, you know, and sort of an old curmudgeon, (laughs) <laughs> like myself, you know, the collector's aspect is still there, and I think a lot of people still like that. So uh, I think there are benefits to both. And again, in today's day and age, you have to have some sort of web presence, or, well, I mean, maybe not after net neutrality, but up to this point, you had to have some kind of. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, you know, cause my, 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 heart, my heart is physical, always will be yeah. physical. Oh yeah, uh, old, old school stuff, new school stuff. It's funny. We were, I was just having this conversation with someone about when you go digital, regardless of whether it's on your iPhone or your iPad or how large your, your format is, it actually really does change the medium. It changes the reading experience, you know, with the yeah. zoom in 
your panel layouts are, are different. It, you know, yeah. the artist, the artist takes into account different dimensions because of the, you know, because of that. So it's, yeah. it, 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 and they're I don't exploring things like moving comics, which is kind of, yeah, bizarre, which are sort of that, yeah, it's just cartoons, yeah. you know, like it's a weird, like it's weird it's that they're, it's not really, it's not really the, the same medium at, at, no, at one at level, at one level, even though no, it's no, the same product being reprinted. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say the one thing the, the the one comic series that I read over the last I don't know how many years uh, was uh, I had to catch up on the Walking Dead comics and so I did I did purchase a lot of those and then tried to read them on my phone and tried to read them on a tablet and all that stuff and I will say it really throws you off. Yeah. Yeah. It does because the format wasn't necessarily invented for that. You know, it's been a lot of trying to you know, maybe catch up or alter the format, but at the same time, you lose the uniqueness of, of the graphic story te- storytelling that's accomplished in books, because when you do it digitally, like you yeah. guys have said, it completely alters that format, and I feel like, yeah. you know, a lot of that is lost in translation. What's funny is is yeah. we actually, get, as we go digital, we're actually reaching back further and further to the origins of comic books, which are the comic strips, which originally were yeah. very very square, set apart you know, by the by yeah, the gutters, yeah. yeah, by the gutters uh, yeah. cartoons that could be cut and rearranged in any form that the newspaper needed to uh, lay them out in. That's where right. we're now at again. When we go to digital, they're mm-hmm. they're moving yeah. back to you know here's the rigid panels because you want to zoom in and zoom out and all that stuff. So it's weird. Yeah. But my question is, are the are the creators doing that because? the comic strip artists kind of knew that's what they were getting into. Whereas I think people who do comics series and graphic novels aren't necessarily laying out oh. their pages for oh, that yes, specific they purpose. Oh, oh, yeah, they they are. Yes, they are. oh yeah, they are. Oh yeah, they are. Now, they now are. they are. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Are, in the last, <laughs> in the last yeah. say, in the last say five years, you could, you could tell, you look at, um, especially mm-hmm. stuff that, especially books that get, that get printed in the real page that originally appeared digitally. Um, DC does a lot of those, uh, like some of the wonder woman 66 stuff. You can almost look at the actual printed comic book and see how, Oh, the top half of that page was one page of a comic book digitally. And then the bottom half of the same page was page two of that comic book. Yeah. So it's kind of, it is very, it's very clear. in in a lot of cases, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And frankly, frankly, they, but no, but frankly, they should be though. They're they're actually doing their job, because if if you're designing a thing that's primarily going to live digital, in in that case, it was a digital first book. Their job is to make it look as good as it can digitally, oh, yeah. which is where again where I fall into. They're sort of becoming two separate uh, end games. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can see I mean, I that if you're going to design for a pad or for a tablet, you should have its dimensions in mind. And, right. you know, maybe fewer panels, yeah, fewer panels per page and laid out landscape rather than portrait works better. I know then, I am trying to reread Metabaron right now in a book form by Hodorowsky, so it's 9,000 pages. Yeah. And I wish I had it digitally because my arm gets tired trying to read it. <laughs> And I guess what I'm talking about too is, is there there are things you can do with the graphic narrative format with things like pacing and splitting up uh, sort of how the panels are laid out that I don't think would translate as well. And you and you know you're saying that 
the artists are creating the pages with that in mind these days. But again, I also think that takes some of the inventiveness out of that medium. Yeah, I well, I, well, it's I agree. It's I wouldn't say it takes the inventiveness out. I I, I would say more. I would rephrase it more as it's a different language, because that's okay. really all yeah. comics are. All comics are is just a, a way of communicating. Uh, and you're sure. you're totally right. You're totally right because you know that that the reader physically has to flip this page so you can do you can do a re- revealed surprise. You're physically hmm. controlling the space that a reader is, is reading and consuming your book if you're designing only for the printed page. You know right. that reader will not see that image until he p- turns that page over. When you're in digital, yeah. it could be one panel at a time. You know, like there's, it, it, it's a different Pretty language. Down, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's going to have to be some playing around with the medium probably to really get it down to an exact or to an artistic, to a whole new artistic level where the yeah. digital comic becomes a comic that's appreciated on its own and not just as a comic book thrown on your tablet. And I won't do this because we don't have that much time left, but talking about mm-hmm. artistic styles in comics is a whole other episode that we can do. <laughs> All right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know what? And, and bringing that shit, some, I, I should make a note of that, but we need to get on to um, this Disney Fox thing, guys. This is huge. Um, I didn't even I didn't even consider it till later in the day when somebody pointed an article to me and went, "Hey, do you realize by the way, Disney is now the majority owner of Hulu?" I didn't yeah. even consider that. Are they majority? I didn't know they were the majority. I thought they, they are. They're two. They'll be two thirds owner. Two thirds. Well, bye yeah. Hulu. <laughs> yeah. What's going to happen? Well, the streaming. It, Disney was, was going kind of to do their own. Yeah, you know, kind of brightened my outlook on this is they were saying that in the Alien series, if there was like a female child of the Queen, that would technically be a Disney princess. <laughs> oh yeah, it would. So that that's kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, would. Well, I mean, this is so, I mean, this is like huge because I hadn't. I was going to say, how do you think well, the Hulu uh, thing impacts their? That also service? makes that also makes the Alien Queen from Aliens one of the Disney queens. Right, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, because I wonder, because Disney... Yeah, well, Disney has been talking about starting their own streaming service, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, but also while they were doing that, they were secretly in uh, boardroom meetings with Rupert Murdoch putting this deal together. Is Hulu (laughs) simply now the the de facto Disney channel? Is that, I mean, the Disney streaming channel? Is that what that is? Yeah, Yeah. that would... Yeah. That would make me feel a lot better about it because I couldn't imagine paying for another streaming service. Oh, oh no, no, no! You will pay for both. Yeah. Well, that's true. You're right. not, uh, I, that's exactly what's going to happen. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, now yeah. they can take the they can take the architecture of Hulu, and it makes right. it much easier for mm-hmm. them to build out Disney mm-hmm. online or whatever that's going to be. Yeah, oh, the dangle the carrot of the Disney. Yeah, yeah. Service. They'll stay separate, or maybe like the Disney will be an add-on to your or your existing Hulu. Or gotcha. vice versa, yeah. but they'll, they'll yeah. still be separate. Um, but that makes sense. Yeah, it, it now makes their their move much easier because now they can just use the Hulu architecture. Yeah, I'll pay what, what yeah excites, because <laughs> what, is, what excites me the most about it is maybe getting a Silver Surfer movie. Oh, yeah, a yeah. good one. You mean? Yeah, one that yeah. where he's not floating in the friggin' clouds like you know the stupid Fantastic <laughs> Four thing. Yeah. So, so what are well, what are, 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 are you guys trying, 
So I was gonna yeah, say, I'm also trying to get Doug to... Jones on the show, so let's let's oh, be that's, nice. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, he just went Alabama. Was, the Surfer was great in those movies. In that in that yeah. one movie, Surfer was great. It was Galactus was the problem. <laughs> yeah, that and, know, and, and, and the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Well, yeah, 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 I, want yeah. see, I want to see a good Howard the Duck movie. Not not the fucking bullshit from whatever it was the '80s. I want to see. Like the gritty, dark Howard the Duck. Watch your mouth, book. sir. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I like that one. I'm all for that one, but it was not a translation of the book at all. One of the one well, of the greatest fair, Leah Thompson vehicles of all time. Yeah. I was going to say we did see Leah Thompson love crawl Thompson. across the bed in her underwear, so we did, it did have <laughs> a time right, point. That's right. Yeah. yeah. After, yeah, after not, making love to a duck. Yeah. I'm just saying I want to see 1980s one time. Leah Thompson too. Right. Yeah, yeah. You don't see that now. Yeah, it's a little different. No, I, I don't know. I, I might. Actually, no, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with it now. Here. Yeah, I'm down with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might be okay. Cool, sure. Um, I have mirrors. Let's, let's, um, I know. What I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> we're going off the rails here, people. I yeah, I know. I love it. Oh, yeah. Um, so, but now we do have. <laughs> 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 oh God! I, I'm trying to rate us in now. I really am. Um, we do have a mostly unified Marvel universe now, with the exception of Sony. But even Spider-Man's kind of reined yeah. back in a little bit. Yeah. But and this means and Namor, and Namor, Namor, and, and Namor and Hulk too, technically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, wait. The Hulk. Hulk is still partially licensed to Universal, I believe. Correct. Yeah, that's why they can't do a standalone. Yeah, their distribution rights are through them, so they can't do standalone. Yeah. But, I mean, you have the Fantastic Four, you have the X-Men back. Yep. It means they can finally cancel the Inhumans and and do a mutant series where we (laughs) accept the mutants as part of the Marvel Universe. Love it. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, the the only question is, is, is this worth giving... Fox News, fifty-six billion dollars. So, it, don't you think? They're, <laughs> I thought well, Fox yeah, was not part of this deal, though, right? No, no, no. But they're but they're paying Rupert Murdoch, who will still own Fox News. So well, they'll be cost, injecting yeah, don't you fifty-six think, billion dollars into Fox News, ruining yeah. the country. But we get to have well, the FF back. Well, I get it costs you no money but to Joe. turn the TV off and not watch my <laughs> It's not about yeah, you. Bell and Grandma getting my brainwashed. <laughs> yeah, but Joe, don't you think a lot of that cash is in stocks rather than cash? Yeah, and yeah. also, there's Sky TV. There's the Australian channels. It's not going to be all cash going to Fox. It's and you can't tell me that the Murdochs aren't looking for a way to cash out and retire now. Because that's exactly what this says. To can't me. already. We've well, but this is this is stuff where you have now this massive passive income, where you can just go like, okay, now we're done. Now me, my kids, my grandkids, we can all move to England and pretend to be English instead of Australian, and people will have to treat us respectively. Because he was really struggling or, before this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, panhandling. Absolutely. Yeah, he had to buy. Yeah, he was out on the curb. I saw him busking the other day. Yeah. Was he tapping? Um, he was actually playing a Sean Hannity in public. It was kind of gross, but, you know. Ooh. Ooh. 
<laughs> the I got a little vicious there, didn't I? <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I, what do you guys think of this merger? I I start to wonder, like, can a company own too many copyrights and trademarks at some point? And, you and of course, yes, dis- but you know, I mean, the thing is, if the newspaper model is is any kind of indication, then. I mean, that might be the downfall, but with something like media and TV, who knows? Because that's a completely different format and something that continues to evolve, whereas the print media has just died. So I think it remains to be seen. I'd say you get a good Silver Surfer movie out of the whole thing, and then you just burn the rest of it down. I mean, how how far are we from finding out that Tony Stark created C-3PO at this point? Amazing. That's the ultimate crossover. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. They're just going to start, like, Photoshop, or, like, digitally remastering all the other movies to put him in there. He was standing there. Oh, I don't know. It's... I fear when you start concentrating this much power into one hand. I always have. I always do. I mean, we're Americans. That's like part of what we fear. Yeah, that's just part of what we fear growing up. But, um, well, but you, you, there's got to be. You, you also mm-hmm. live on a planet where nine companies control everything you buy every day of the week. So, right. you know, just to Fair unify uh, these studios to make uh, a great Marvel universe, I don't think you're asking too much. Now, the fact that it's Disney, maybe that's a little scary. <laughs> yeah, like, because, like, so what? Like, Warner, yeah. Warner yeah. Brothers, like, like 90%. Yeah. I mean, Warner Brothers owns, like, what, 19% of the market share as far as, like, entertainment yeah. stuff. So they've been yeah. huge for yeah. the longest time, and no one really seems to have a problem with that. So I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's because people are stupid. <laughs> So, and you heard I, it here first from Alex yeah, Schumacher. And that's our show, folks. I'm not saying I'm not. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not one of the sheep. I'm just saying people are stupid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, nobody, nobody, knows, um, nobody, nobody knows how to pitch a movie but Disney. So, I mean, it's it's uh, it, it's done wonders for the Star Wars franchise, I think. Oh, yeah. 100% agree with that. Yeah. I'm excited for the future for for this as a as a fan. I mean, I'm not a business guy, mm-hmm. so but mm-hmm. as a fan, I'm super excited. We'll see. Yep, yep, yep. yep. How yeah. the other stuff plays out. It does, make, it does make me wonder where my 401k is all at these days. It makes me wonder if I should go through <laughs> line by line and see what I'm invested in. Are you just like emptying it's it all, uh, Star Wars merchandise? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, it's all, that's it's all next Fox week. News stuff. I was talking to a guy I was talking to a guy the other day who made a small fortune buying Sinclair stock before they bought up all the uh all the small channels and this, that and the other about oh, wow. eight or nine years yeah. ago. Uh-oh. And he goes he goes literally he goes, I turned I turned about a hundred and thousand dollars in an investment into a little over a million bucks because he yeah. kept it long enough to go through the twenty sixteen um, advertising cycle and then sold mm-hmm. it. Wow. See, and when all that, that never do that. 
<clears throat> yep, all that Republican advertising buying went into his pocket. He's like, I, I can't stomach where the money came from, but I yeah, got he, a whole he, lot of it. He, no. he, better, well, he better be donating no, a bunch right? of it. He yeah. better be donating a bunch of it to some charities. Um, yeah, I, I doubt that he is, um, but that would be the proper thing to do, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. And then sending like the donation yeah. card back to the GOP, that'd be fantastic. Oh, God. Yeah. This is who you contributed to. <laughs> so, uh, so to kind of yeah, we've got, on topic. Hey, do you think? Do you think, yeah. that, uh, do you think that Disney will maintain like this Deadpool rated R, at, like movies? I know Bob sure. Iger said. Sure. Yeah, because yeah, they're gonna make well. so much yeah, movies. Yeah. All right, yeah. cool. I'm glad yeah. you they, well. they, they, they make money to do it. Yeah, exactly. Well, they may spin off. They may spin off a smaller studio or something specifically for those, so they don't have to look yeah. made by Disney yeah. on it. And there, but, there may be I mean, less. There could be like a Deadpool Christmas special. There may be less pegging <laughs> in Deadpool three. Like Rudolph's head just like <laughs> stuck yeah. out. That's disappointing. Yeah, I, I mean, I think they'll keep Deadpool the way it is, more <laughs> or less. They're gonna totally redo X Men, in my opinion. They're like. They're going to reboot the whole thing. Oh, yeah. But Hugh Jackman, and he was saying it this summer when mm-hmm. you know the, the word is it, all this stuff was actually happening behind closed doors. So he, he might have known about this. Hugh Jackman yeah. is on record saying that he would love to come back to be an Avenger. So we might get one really? more Hugh Jackman out of him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you want Absolutely. that to happen, though? Uh, yes and no. Yes, because I love him. After Logan, <laughs> after Logan well, I'd like to see more, maybe. I, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I, I do too, to... but I think a, I think that's a great movie for him to end his career as Wolverine. I agree. I agree, and yeah, that's where I'm torn because if you do bring the X Men in, it 100 percent should just be a clean slate, new actors. Mm-hmm. New, and obviously, they will bring the X Men in, but new actors, yeah. new everything, just so it's clear for everybody. And having Hugh Jackman pop yeah. up for one episode and then disappear. Yeah. They, should just, like, they should just run that shit like Menudo. It's like when you're too old, get the fuck out. <laughs> right? Totally agree. Totally agree. Is that Well, hold on. While we're talking about that real quick, though, did you see that Patrick Stewart is willing to come back to play Picard in Tarantino's Star Trek movie? We don't know any other context. But can you imagine some crazy, grand, unified Star Trek theory movie where we get Picard one time uh, I, I would love that. This. I would absolutely love that. Yeah. I don't even like I, Star Trek, and I'm down with that. Yeah. <laughs> I like Star Trek. Not, I'm not a huge Trekkie, but I would super be down for that. Yeah. Well, I just, I just, uh, I wonder which Japanese movie they're going to use to model the new Star Trek movie <laughs> after, if Tarantino's <laughs> going to direct it. <laughs> Hid, well, Hidden Fortress, probably. Let it come full circle. There you, there you go. go. There you go. The Getty Western version of Star Trek. Probably right. not yeah. be the host. All right. Okay, guys, we are we are just about out of time. So, Joe, thank you for coming yeah. on. Thank you for having me. Alex, again. Go. thank you for coming. Dad, on. I'm sorry, guys. I'm having, <laughs> having a rush through this. Mike, I'm glad we finally got you hooked up. Thank you, guys. It was it was really a pleasure. I appreciate it. Yep. Paul, did you hear that they're closing Bonanza Comics at the end of the month? I did. I had uh, I poured out some of my forty the other day for it. Yeah, I I got a little teared up. 
All right, everybody. This is Jeremy for Yeah, this is Jeremy for Paul, Alex, Joe, and Mike saying bye bye everybody. Check out Joe on Joe. Check out Mr. Butterchips. Very dark, very quick. And holy shit, everybody, we got done on time tonight. Yay! I didn't think I didn't think it would happen. I thought there was no way it could ever happen. That was down to the wire, man. That was pretty good. Yep. Not bad since we started a little bit late. We actually got clear on time. Yeah. Right on. Oh, all right. So, everybody, thank you very much. This will anybody that listens on the replay will catch this part. But um, you know, thank you guys for taking the time to do this. Sorry things didn't go smoothly from the start, but um, thank you, thank you so I, much I for having me. I really appreciate it. It was great. Worked for me. I'm pretty yeah, proud well, drunk, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was a lot of fun. Hey, Joe, um, if I don't talk to you before Christmas, Merry Christmas, bud. I, I hope Absolutely. we get an episode in next week. But if we don't, I just want to say that now. Yeah, um, absolutely. This Paul, year's been great, guys. Buddy. Yeah, I, I've had a lot of fun, and I hope we have a good 2018. Paul, sorry you're not going to be down here for Christmas. I We will. I know, you. me too, man. And, I'm yeah. bummed that I can't come. This might be yep. my last episode uh, for like yeah. five months. Yeah, if you're not on next week, I guess I guess we're shit. I need to start making calls to see who can fill in for you. Yeah, we'll see. Gee, Joe, I think I might be okay, but we'll we'll see. I'll, we'll keep okay. in touch. Yeah, well, if we if we're all three on next week, we need to do an end of the year and Christmas wrap up. So we gotta see what we can do to make sure that yeah, gets should, done. I should be available next week. Yeah, I, I should be okay. I'll be home. So. Right on. Uh, Mike and Alex, we're going to be alternating lots of hosts throughout the next okay. shit, five months, I guess, huh, Paul? Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. Cool. So, because Paul, Paul's being deployed, so I'll keep you guys on my Rolodex for fill-ins, if wow. you don't mind. Um, yeah, I'd that love would be it. great. I'd love it. Yeah, it, this is fantastic fun. I really appreciate it. As long as you, when yeah, you listen cool. to the playback, you're like, holy shit, that's what he sounds like? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right on. All right, guys. Well, thank you. I would a lot. understand um, if you did. <laughs> thanks so much. We'll see you. All right, guys. Thank you. Yeah, we'll talk to you all soon. Ciao. Have a good night. Hey, guys, everybody. Bye-bye. Have a great night. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.